Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, traveling hoopers. This week, we're going to do something different with this episode. It's going to be just me on the mic. That is Alan Pettigrew Jr., your host, and also the writer for many small publications. That's besides the point. We're going to go ahead and get straight into what we need to talk about, because there's a storyline going along in the NBA, even though it's still fairly early in the season. Most teams haven't got past 25 games, but we are on the precipice of one of the most historic things to happen in the NBA in its 80 plus year history. We're looking at three cornerstones of consistency in the NBA coming to an end. It's probably not the most likely, considering one of those teams has been looking like it's on the edges of death and despair for like the past five years. Then they always come back to turn it around and make us all look stupid. It's been happening. For years, almost a decade, to be completely honest with you. And then with the other teams, they've had some ups and downs. Uh, Within the last decade, they've been lottery teams. But they were never like one of those meddling, always, every single year lottery teams. No, they're not the Knicks. No, they're not Phoenix. No, not even Minnesota. What we're looking at is three teams that have not missed the playoffs as a unit. One of these three teams has been in the playoffs every single season since the 1976 season. I'm going to let that sink in. This is ridiculous. And we're it's not getting any coverage. And one of the league's Favorite players, favorite players is on this list. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. The San Antonio Spurs, the Portland Trailblazers, and the Golden State Warriors are all at this very moment on December 9th at 7 p.m. All three teams are at risk. Of missing the playoffs. Not just one of them. Not just the Spurs. Not just Portland. Not just the lowly. Lowly Golden State Warriors. We are talking about three teams. That have in some way, form or fashion. Helped to dominate the NBA over the past decade. The Warriors, the Warriors have won three out of the five championships. The NBA's landmark bandwagon team went from, (laughs) they went from the NBA finals to what looks like is might end up being the number one draft pick. In the NBA. They are on the same level as the Knicks. The Knicks. One of. 
We ain't got enough time for that. One of the worst organizations in all of professional sports. They are only one win ahead of the Knicks. And that's only, well, that's mostly on the technicality, considering they played more games. Just one more. But regardless, the Knicks. Now, Portland, most of us did not foresee this type of drop-off, considering how good they looked last year in the playoffs. We're talking about dismantling OKC. We're talking about standing toe-to-toe with the Denver Nuggets, who were supposed to be pretty much a that next contender coming up. In the Spurs, we're talking about greatness personified. The most consistent franchise over the past, I don't know, 30 years. It is astonishing to even see them flirting with not being in the playoffs. But it is also right on target for this team. I want to say 2018, around this time, we were looking at the same thing. The same stuff was in the news. Oh, they're washed up. Greg Popovich lost lost it. The team's too old. And then they snuck into the playoffs. A little bit of the same thing in 2019 after those growing pains and getting that adjustment between um, not having Kawhi Leonard, then having DeMar DeRozan, and having uh, the big guy on the block, LaMarcus Aldridge. But they still have that team, and they've even brought some people back. And they're looking at 10th. No, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Spurs fans. 11th in the West. They, too, are looking very lottery-ish. But you can never count Greg Popovich and that staff out. Too good. Too much experience. Too many veterans. And I've also there's always so been talks of them possibly making a move. So with that move... Considering they have two all-stars, it is very unlikely that they are going to make a move to bring in more help. We're not looking at the next. We're not looking at a team that is situated to bring in the next NBA Big Three. We're just not. They don't have enough draft picks. They don't have enough um, capital to move on. They have great players. The people that they have coming off the bench have been some of the most consistent people in years. They have some young players over there that could probably, probably get you something pretty nice. But you're not giving them up. You're out of your mind if you give up uh, DeJounte Murray. And I would almost say you were on the verge of being out of your mind if you're thinking about moving Patty Mills. I'm not so sure what he's doing this season, but that is one of the most consistent backup point guards in the league. You don't lose with that man on your team. He is nothing but an addition. He's a plus. But to get back to the main thing, all three of those teams are looking at Good lottery odds for the first time. 
since the 1976. I'll say it again with lisp and all. 1976. One, nine, seven, six. I don't know about you guys, but this is very astonishing and something that I didn't think I would have to ever see over. Actually, it's not even 1976. I have steered you guys wrong, bamboozled you, if you will. In 1976, the Warriors were in the playoffs. And if anyone can guess who the MVP of the 1976 season was, please go ahead and drop that down in the comment section. If you looked it, I, I can't tell if you looked it up, but if it comes up pretty soon, I know, I know you looked it up because that is nearly impossible. And then Golden State again in 1975. 1974, ladies and gentlemen. Every year since 1974, one of those three teams has made it to the playoffs. We are talking about one of the most consistent triumvirates of teams in the league. And in the year... 2019 going into 2020, there is a chance, a shooter's chance, that this continues to go. I mean, this streak will be broken. That is 46 years. That's a 46-year-old streak. That is games away from being broken. I know what you're saying. Most teams still early in the season. I don't think anyone has passed that. A few people have passed that uh, 25 game mark. Not enough for you to really ruin a season. But what we are looking at are three teams, all in the very strong West. Realistically, this is, we all know that. The heavyweights, it's it's the top five in the Western Conference. We're looking at the Lakers, the Clippers, um, real shaky on the Rockets these days, the Nuggets and the Jazz. Those are the top five guys in the Western Conference. I know what you're saying. You left off the Dallas Mavericks. Um, as someone who covers the Dallas Mavericks, um, they're not top five yet. I know their record, 16-7, top three in the West. That is very encouraging. The season is very early. You will see in the next coming months why I struggle to put them in my top five. There's a lot of the pieces. The pieces work. I'm not sure how they fit together fully. Um, you'll see that within the next couple months. Uh, we realistically have to. Two players that, when there's five seconds or left, can go get their own bucket. And that is Luka. <laughs> and on the very best day possible, on the absolute very best day possible, it is Seth Curry.
Everyone else needs some help. I know what you're saying. We still have Chris Stops. Chris Stops, you, you, you need to set something up for him. Whether that's him coming off a curl sh- screen so he can have some space to get that shot off. Or if there's a really slow-footed big. The minute you have somebody who can really move, Chris Stops is a liability. Seven foot three athletic unicorn, all of that. He becomes a liability. In the game that he had uh, against the Knicks on Sunday, Bielitsa tore him up. Because that is a big who has some mobility. He's not one of the best. We don't talk about him as such. But considering that he can stretch you out to three with a consistent outside jump shot, and he has a little bit of ball creation, he blew past Kristaps so many times. And there's just nothing Kristaps can do about it. He doesn't have the foot speed. And I think that's a little bit of the lingering of getting back into the game. Because he, he looked so much more fleet of foot when he was in um, when he was with the Knicks. You expected him to get the run. I don't know if that's a little bit different because he does need to be a little bit more star on the offensive end. He does have a bigger role, and we do need him. Uh, so maybe that's what that is, and that's what we're seeing. And he's still coming back from that injury. But um, as of today, they do not have what I think you need, and that is strong defense on the wings. They absolutely do not have that from uh, their current roster. And I know they could definitely flip some players, but uh, they got some pretty heavy contracts on that roster. Um, And I don't think they have enough self-creators. I would love for Tim Hardaway to be that guy. He's definitely shooting the ball in a very good fashion. But um, I don't know if I want to see him dribble, 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 crossover, step back, pull up with five seconds to go, especially in very crucial moments. Um, My confidence is just not high on that cast. But regardless, what we are seeing Is going to be a tad bit devastating in a much needed, well, depending on who you are and what your fan base is, a much needed shakeup in what we got from the league. And that's exactly what it seems like we wanted. So um, the Spurs are sitting as the highest of the three teams at 9 and 14. That is one and a half games back from the eight seed currently. And then we have the Portland Trail Blazers coming in second, two games back, and the Warriors six games back, and that is dead last in the West. I repeat, ladies and gentlemen, dead last in the West. But... Man, this is special. Uh, I do expect the Spurs and the Trailblazers to at some point turn everything around. 
and get back into some more graceful spots that look much better. Um, I'm still not very high on the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I think they're going to have to wrestle for that spot. I think this is the Timberwolves year to do it without Jimmy. We're looking at a completely different, well, not a completely different version, but we're looking at a better used version of Andrew Wiggins. So he he's looking like a star. They look like they actually have a duo worth talking about to add to all of the other great duos that are in the league. But to get back on track, once again, the San Antonio Spurs, Trailblazers, and Warriors, unless one of those three teams has a great run to end the season, like the Spurs usually do, like the Trailblazers have been doing for the past three or so years, they could go ahead and continue this streak. But as the rosters are put together, and if the rumors about the Spurs looking to make some moves are true, we are looking at a game-changing 46-year streak ending that could have some either some even bigger questions that would happen in the next couple of years. For instance, if the Warriors draft the number one pick, let's say it's Anthony Edwards, and he hits the ground running and plays a little bit of a six-man role, and he's near all-star levels, we're looking at the Warriors going on another dynasty run over the next five years. Right before Curry's aged out, Draymond's aged out, and Clay. Quite possible. And then we look at the Blazers. We know they just re-upped contracts on Damian Lillard. They also re-upped contracts for C.J. McCollum. But how much is too much? How much getting to the door but not being able to cross the threshold is too much for an NBA team when they see that their stars are aging? When they see that their stars are giving it all they have, money's tied up into them, caps, <clears throat> salary caps are finished, and they can't add anyone else. Sounds to me like it's time to blow it up, start again, surround people around Anthony Simons, if that's really your guy. And then with the Spurs, it's just time. It's 20 plus years. Old man Popovich is old, like really old. Snow White hair out here looking like President Snow from the Hunger Games. It's time. If this is his swan song, 
one, I'd be very upset because he deserves, um, he deserves a retirement. Um, what y'all calling them things these days? He deserves a farewell tour. All of it. He deserves it. That is looking. That is looking at one of the greatest coaches in sports history. He's going to go down with names: Red Arbach, Bill Belichick, Bear Bryant. All of those names will be etched next to President Snow. Sorry. Spurs coach for over 25 years. Greg Popovich. He is a legend. He is the greatest of all time. And if he decides to pack it in this year. I, for one, will be a part of writing a very much long and detailed love letter to what this man has done to the game. He's incredible in every sense of the word. So if this is the end to a beautiful Beautiful 46-year winning streak. And also happens to be the last year that we have Greg Popovich. Then all of this was not for naught. And it is a testament to how great that man is. As far as I'm concerned, he carried that streak. Last time, the Spurs did not make... The NBA playoffs. 1996. I don't know about you. But when that happened. I was a fetus. I was a. Not even a baby. I was out here being sales still. In 1996. That is ridiculous. That is incredible. And. It could end all within the next couple months. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in for the Traveling Hoopers. Uh, We're probably going to do more of these shorter series over the next couple months just to have each one of your hosts uh, shine a little bit with their own, I mean, own ideas. So, um Don't forget to hit like, subscribe, you know, all that good stuff. You can find us on Twitter at Traveling Hoopers. Uh, Looks like you guys have been enjoying the game recaps. Hopefully I can do a lot more of those before the season is over. Probably have some girl games on here, too. We have some really elite talent down this way. And thank you again for tuning in for the Traveling Hoopers. You guys have a great day.